Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. One time I made blank doing blank. 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Matt. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola, Vitrolas. Hola. All right, so uh, when I was in high school, I used to mod the original Xbox and then put, um, like, hacked custom software on it you can get from the Internet. And then I load it with, like, every N64 game, every Super Nintendo game, every Atari game. I know and, a lot uh, of cats that did that, man, yeah. and they, they made some pretty good coins. Same with cable boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was too nice of a, t- a kid, you know, you know, so I'd only do it for, like, I'd charge my friends, like, oh, just give me, like, you know, 60 bucks, so, and then I'd have weed money. I could have made way more money, though. You're right. What but, would it be worth to someone? So you got an Xbox, I mean, even right now, you get an Xbox, but you put in all the stuff so they can play whatever game. Nowadays, that's probably what I said. I could sell one for 60 but back when it came out, dude, like, people would sell them online for, like, three, $400. I sure. just, okay. I, was, I thought I was ripping people off because the software was free and technically, you know, the games that's technically pirated. And so, I mean, I felt that's why you I'll charge more. You charge yeah. more when things are illegal yeah. because that's kind of your hazard play. Mm-hmm. And those modified ones are crazy, man. Because they they would. I knew somebody. I guess they got a hold of one. Uh, and they had like every game you could imagine. Yeah. Games from other programs like Nintendo sure. Gate, like just like. Man, this Xbox is awesome. We had a guy that we knew, he worked for the cable company, and that was his deal, man. He'd come in, you pay him 50 bucks, no questions asked, he would just hook your box up. So he would do whatever he did, he'd come in, My brother he had all the channels, and you just kind of just kept your mouth shut. My brother turned me on to this, and he's five years older, so I go to visit his apartment at the time, and he has HBO, and keep in mind, at this time, like having HBO and Cinemax and Showtime, this, this is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, man, and he said... The cable guy came, and he's like, I offered him 20 bucks. And the guy was like, look, I don't care. So he took my 20 bucks, and he hooked me up. So when I finally move out and get cable, at this time, I bump it up to like 35 bucks. And the guy's hooking up the cable, and I'm like, hey, man, 35 extra bucks. You give me those premium chips. Sir, I cannot do that. I'm like, oh, oh God. <laughs> How did my brother do this? And I did, oh, man, I felt. I can't do that. Yeah, the guy was like irritated with me. You know, I mean, he finished hooking up the cable, and he was kind, but you could tell he was irritated, like, this son of a I'm an employee, front employee at Just Pete Cable, and I would never shoot so low. I would never. Right. He had that kind of air. And I'm like, well, damn, man. I, I thought this was the regular thing. Good or bad, one time I made blank doing blank 206-421-ROCK. <sighs> yeah, it's like when somebody tells you to go to a liquor store when you're underage. Don't worry. Then you go, and they're like, where's your ID? 
We, yeah. Look, there was one. Oh, place. you got the wrong guy. Was it the older guy or the younger exactly. guy? Exactly. It's always something like that. We had one guy, and no, you're right, because we all ran into that. We did find a place in Baltimore that would serve or uh, sell underage. And you still made your effort to look older, which, of course, at that time was like oil your dirt stash and put on a pair of sunglasses. For whatever reason, you felt like that made you look older. But you would go in, and you're broke, and he would have signs in the window for how much the cases of whatever are. So we were buying uh, what, uh, the Beast, right? Milwaukee's mm-hmm. best. That was always the cheapest. You could buy a case, and it was like seven ninety nine for a case. So I go in there with ten bucks, and I'm still trying to act like an adult. And uh, I put the case up there, and he's like, "Yeah, man, that's eight ninety nine." I was like, "The sign right there says the seven ninety nine. He goes, "You got ID?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "Okay, it's nine ninety nine." So, <laughs> <laughs> but we went to him, man. He just took Jesus. a little off. The t- hey, it worked. We loved that guy. Good or bad? One time I made blank doing blank two zero six four two one rock. Hello, Paul. Welcome to the men's room. Liquor and whores. Liquor and whores. Well, uh, oh, I got a, just a quick thing on uh, first apartments. My first apartment after I got out of school was 250 bucks a month, and it had a washer and dryer in it. Wow. Clinch the deal. That does clinch the deal. That man, I'm telling you, after my last place that <sighs> did not have a washer and dryer, said I will not move to a place does not have a washer and dryer. That's one thing I just can't oh, take. Was, oh, man. That was, that, was the, that was the ultimate, man. It was great. So. <laughs> when you're sitting but, in a laundromat, uh, you just have all kinds of thoughts about your life. You do. <laughs> I mean, I could like, not be in a laundromat. Like, I hated every leave, decision. Because where I live, someone will steal your clothes. That's anywhere. All right. So, But you're just sitting there, and it's just... You hate every part of your life. There's like a vending machine, <laughs> and you know, it's just like tables. There's like one old lady in the corner, and you're just like... Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. It just sucks. It does. Yeah, yeah, Zona laundry mat sucks. It just sucks. You know why it sucks? Right. Because no other time that you wash your clothes, do you stand in front of the washer and wait for right. it? You go do other things. Mm-hmm. Dude, ours broke when I was a kid, and we went to laundry mat for like two well, years. Oh. It was okay when they had the ones with the, the bars. Go ahead. The best laundry mat I ever heard of was a buddy of mine. Um, it had it butted up against the bar. And it had a door between the bar and the laundromat. And he said that was the best laundromat he ever went to. That is the best laundromat. In New Orleans, they don't have a door. It is a bar and laundromat. Is it really? It is separate. Oh, yeah. right? And that's, I'd never seen it before. And, uh, and I hated laundromats. Everyone kept telling me, you're going to like this place. Whatever. You walk in, it's the bar first. It was separated from the laundromat by a pool table. But you're just in the back of the bar. But that was fine. That's great. I mean, yeah, you just got sloshed. So how did you, uh, what did you do to make a little extra money? Well, when I was back right after I started working, after I got out of school, um, and usual, you know, it's, uh, you're not making a lot of money and whatnot. So I was very, um, yeah, shall we say, uh, I followed my checkbook religiously and balanced it like on a, twice a month as best I could, you know? Okay. And I found a $100 mistake in my favor. And I went through it like three or four times. <laughs> I even went to the point where I took my bank and my, or my checkbook and my statement into the bank. And I left it with him. He called, and the, the, actually, the bank manager called me back in three days, and he said, uh, it isn't worth our time and effort. We can't find it. The hundred bucks is yours. Oh, nice. 
So it was worth your time and effort. Your bank said <laughs> oh, that. Yes, it was. <laughs> this is a long time ago. This must have been like in the 50s. Yeah, I mean, like. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to charge you two bucks just walk in the door. Uh, do you want to use that ATM to get your money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You, you want to get your money out? That's going to be three bucks. So we got a convenience fee. We keep the money, and then we give it to you, <laughs> and we make you pay for the money right. that we give you that's yours. <laughs> Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Yes, friends, it's time once again for... Sit and spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh, look who it is in his basement. We can see you, Ryan. You know, I know if for a lot of folks around here that don't have AC, it's hot as F in their house. But uh, if you have a basement and you have been spending all of your time in this cavernous space below your home, um, it's actually kind of nice right now. I I, I've been dying to get out of the basement, but on days like today, it's kind of no, nice no, to No, no, no. My house has to be uh, at least 15 degrees difference between the living room yeah. upstairs and the uh, basement downstairs. And I was telling uh, was Mike Ted, somebody. My son rolls out of bed about midnight last night, right? Harold effed up, covered in sweat, and he's like, Dad, I can't sleep. I just wanted to watch the season finale of Snowpiercer. I looked at him. I said, man, there's nothing I can do. It's just hot. He said, and he said this hopeful, thinking I could work the magic. I wish we had cold towels. I said, we don't. <laughs> what is it, soccer? We don't. So How about a fan? Decides, can you hook the kid up with a fan? No, we suffer together. So what he decided to do was then fall asleep on my lap and sweat a stain oh, into God. me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is, you, it, was, you, is Snowpiercer watching that? Is that like a psychological thing too? Because it, you know, it's cold and they're in right, the snow. It's cold. The world is freezing, and here comes my hot ass. Sometimes, so. sometimes the basement's even the best place to sleep in the whole house, man. Yep. As the uh, sunshine comes around, it gets real, uh, real hot. Uh, nice Motley so, Crue t-shirt, by the way. So I, I just got to tell you, Ryan. Uh, yeah. Before we started this, and we talked about sunshine and the fact that you know, I don't know how much you've been listening, <laughs> but about uh, a month or so uh, ago, almost, on the almost show, none. I mean, as little. No, as I know. Possible. I understand. You're busy, but uh, but but these guys. I was talking about my dog, Sunshine. And, you know, oh, the one in hell. Yeah, the dog that I brought up from a puppy. And uh, unfortunately, the neighbors kind of stole my dog and they made fun of me. So I. I they did not steal your dog. Your dog left you. Your dog this abandoned you. It's a tragic, you. tragic story. It is. Of it abandonment. Is. I, this is the dog that I raised, you know what I mean? From from a puppy that we had time together. We, we bonded. And then the neighbors stole my dog. So I think it's really the cool today left. that we're doing uh, 10 songs to celebrate Sunshine because she's gotten so much hell. Are so we far. playing uh, Grim Reaper's See You in Hell? Uh, no, we're because not. Because that's where she is, Mike. Yeah, so this is really cool. I thought this was a great idea when I read her email this morning. I'm a giver. These are positive dog uh, songs as we celebrate sunshine. Is that correct? <laughs> you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe we should do that for you, Miles. We'll Just, come uh, up. Yeah. <laughs> Our 10 songs, <laughs> songs to for your dog sunshine. sunshine. <laughs> yeah. So I guess this is not about my dog? We'll never know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so today we have uh, 10 songs to celebrate summer finally getting in Seattle. Or sunshine. And to celebrate sunshine yeah. on Sid Spin. 10, number 10. That could be your dog. That crispy little thing down there. <laughs> All dogs go to heaven thrill. Everyone knows that. Except, Except sunshine. sunshine. She's the exception Even that proves the rule. Heartbreaking, <laughs> abandoning Miles, even after uh-huh. he put forth his best effort, obviously raising the dog. Do you realize Sunshine. this is the one dog, Sunshine, that Sarah McLaughlin would not sing about? Castle, do your, do your dogs hang out with you down in the basement when you're working during the day, or do they leave you alone? 
Uh, they come and go. Yeah, they've they've been real big on laying in the sunshine lately. So yeah. it's it's been backyard city. You got a pool back there for them, don't you? Like a little tiny pool they jump in. Yeah, yeah. When I'm not in it. <laughs> <laughs> This is funnier when it's about your dog. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Wait, am I going to heaven or hell? It's getting awfully toasty. Did you ever accept your part of in this, Miles? That I never, maybe the dog left because I, of something Ryan, you how did? Long, how long have you known me? I would never I would never stoop to such a level of self-admission. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. I just keep playing my side. And Don't be goes, ridiculous. That dog is just a bad person. <laughs> he loved me. Yeah, right. Ten songs to celebrate sunshine on Sitting Spin. Yeah, because you know, ah, when summer happens, <laughs> we all just get laid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this song gives yeah. you false. I like the sun's out, I'm getting laid. That's, uh, that's how it happens for everybody. Yeah. That's Pop one, 80 degrees, get a new girl. That's one thing that yeah. kind of stinks so far about the summer, although it's just begun. Uh, normally, there's uh, there's sights. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, there's no one. There's, there's no, no one anyway. There's no sights at all. I mean, mm-hmm. hell. You know, I would, I would argue with the whole everyone gets laid thing. Back to the no air conditioning in your house being hot. <laughs> <laughs> Ten songs to celebrate the sunshine on Sit and Spin. Seven, number seven. Again. See, this is when not having air conditioning comes in handy. <laughs> this is a man who did not have air conditioning. <laughs> uh, get away from me. And we're, he's from St. Louis, too. It gets hot in St. Louis. Yeah, it gets Gross. hot mm-hmm. and Gross muggy. Yeah. Nelly there. It's, get, it's getting sticky. Ten songs to celebrate mm. the sunshine on Six Fifth. Six, number six. They make a heat wave sound fun. It's not. It's tearing me apart. Uh, I'm dying in a heat wave. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> I am miserable. Living on an IV drip. That's a, this is a reminder to check on your elderly family members and do a welfare check during the heat wave. <laughs> Ten songs to celebrate the sunshine on Sit and Spin. Five, number five. This is more realistic because it's hot out. It's a little bit slower. Like, it's summer. Hot fun. But I feel like he is in a tent somewhere. Hot tent in the summertime, just sweating bullets as soon as that sun comes up. (laughs) Holding in the poop for three days, all sweaty. (laughs) This is great. I'm on the lake. leeches and mosquitoes. 75 Coors Lights, and I'm not drunk yet. (laughs) How are those uh, plans for our little camping adventure on a lake to get hammered and just hang out? Are you making uh, making any progress? You guys want to do it? I'm in. Yeah, yes. yeah. You're the guy with the contact. You got the property. Let now. me talk. Let me talk to my wife this weekend. No, birthday. I'll probably have to pull some strings. <laughs> Let's do it this weekend. <laughs> That's great. Ten songs to celebrate sunshine on Sunday. It'll be fun. Four, number four. See, they make a cruel summer sound happy. It's like the heat wave song. It's cruel. Ha <laughs> ha. Hey, London got hot this year, man. Yeah. Yeah, and they're That's like a, and they're like us in the Northwest. They're not used to it. That, not at all, no. man. These are ten songs to celebrate the sunshine on Sid and Spin. Three, number three. Was the heat 
I don't think they're talking about the summer. <laughs> sure they are. The band's called Asia. It's hot there. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Get sweat in your eyes. <laughs> That's how the song goes. That heat of the moment, just all I can think about now is Melissa McCarthy and Bridesmaids. Oh, God. <laughs> you feel that coming from the undercarriage? Yeah. <laughs> That's how hot it is. <laughs> Ten songs to celebrate the sunshine on Six Fair. Two, number two. In the summertime, when the weather is hot, you can stretch right He's like that weird neighbor you have, and you just feel bad for him. Mungo Jerry? <laughs> I mean, you don't even want to say his name out loud. Mungo Jerry's got a flower on his shirt that squirts water in your eyes. <laughs> hey, Mungo Jerry. <laughs> Daddy's it okay if we call him Mungo? Look, he swears that's his name. I don't know. The neighbor oh. kids ride by his house extra fast. <laughs> yeah. Want some candy? No one visits on Halloween. It. Right? He takes a shower in the hose during the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a Charleston chew. And invites everyone over. He's the nicest guy, but no one ever shows up. Hell no. Yeah, right. You never see him smoking, but you know he's not sober. <laughs> Ten songs to celebrate the sunshine. We made it to number one. One, number one. Lay back because it's summertime. Classic. There you go. All right. I think we did summertime songs uh, at the kickoff of summer, and this was number one. Always appropriate. The best summertime song of all time. The stairway to heaven of summer songs. Yeah, pretty much. For sure. <laughs> hey, yeah, Castle, are you still uh, are you still down with a uh, are you still down with a uh, beer sometime on a deck somewhere uh, later on this week? I would love to. All right, let me know, man. Absolutely. Very cool. Thank you so much, yeah, man. We appreciate it's it. It's my wife's birthday, so I'll have to pull some strings. But let me know. Just oh, tell her it's yeah, fine, man. Just one day. What is she got a birthday <laughs> week going on? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You didn't know she's twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> birthday week, bro. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan Castle. We appreciate it. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the men's room on the Men's Room Radio Network. What is it that uh, woke you up? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Serena. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. So, this was the winter of 2011. And I don't know if any of you guys are into Game of Thrones, but I was really into it. I read all the books. The, the first season had just come out. And this was that winter where we didn't get snow, but we got ice. Oh, yeah. And I haven't really experienced ice like that. You know, where it would, like, it would rain and then it would freeze and the trees were all crazy looking? Yeah, it sucks. No matter where you are. Right? It it sucks, yeah. Right? Yeah. So I was living in Des Moines in a second-story apartment, and um, right outside my bedroom window was, you know, a tree like we do here in Seattle. Um, anyway, so I'm sleeping and I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with Game of Thrones. So I'm having these crazy, intense dreams. You're having sex with your brother. Fighting white. Oh, (laughs) I was just guessing. (laughs) There's so many possibilities. Well, no, I was envisioning fighting white walkers next to Jon Snow. Ah, okay. Okay. Much better. Aren't we all? (laughs) (laughs) And then having sex with your brother. Sorry. Please continue. No. (laughs) So... So I, I'm just, like I said, I, I, I hear this really strange sound, and it, it woke me up just enough to be like, oh, my God, what a weird dream. And I couldn't even say that or even think the full thought before the loudest sound I've ever heard happened. And it sounded like like lightning in the movies combined with, with you know, uh, glaciers cracking in half. It was so loud. I screamed like a girl, and I mean, I am a girl. So I was going to say, that's, that's apropos. Yeah, that's par for the yeah, course. Like yourself. 
but it, it was it was it was deafening. It shook the windows. I, I mean, I practically jumped out of bed and I'm freaking out because I still think I'm in my dream. Right. So I'm looking around for some un- undead or something. That That's the natural so, response of any normal person. Yes. Right. Of course. You know, and, but the <laughs> well, are they undead? Was, I throw open my curtains and the tree is gone. I'm looking around like, what the hell happened? And the tree had so much ice on it that it just slowly, ah. completely snapped in half and was all over the road. It was a disaster. Like, one second, you know, differently, it would have gone right through my window. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh... How much... Uh, did it do any damage to the place you were living or just out on the road? No. Thankfully, yeah, it just fell down at 3 o'clock in the morning and no one was there. But it was so strange because... After that, you know, they weren't going to replace the tree. So there was just, oh, look at this nice apartment complex. Tree, tree, tree. Horrible looking stump. Did it, did it. <laughs> horrible <laughs> looking This really stump. affected your OCD, did uh-huh. it? Not one of those beautiful stumps that you see everywhere. <laughs> this was a horrible stump. No, it was all jagged and weird looking because the tree had literally snapped in half. I've never seen anything like it. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. Uh, and ice does that, man. That's, uh, and, you know, every time you hear, and we all know, like, takes down power lines and all that. And if you've ever heard a tree taking down power lines, it's mm-hmm. it sounds like Armageddon. I had a squirrel take out a, a transformer <laughs> on my block last week, and it was like 7, and I'm laying in bed, and I just, like, went to open up my uh, my, my iPad to see what the hell's going on, and I, boom! And I'm like, oh, man. And, you know, I'm in Fremont, so I'm like, of course somebody's been shot. <laughs> so I walk out on my uh, on my balcony, and then a couple other people cross, walk out on their balcony, and all are kind of looking around, looking around, like we're all like, all right, I don't know what the hell happened. So I get out, put my shoes on, walk up the road. There's just a fried squirrel. We don't have power until, like, 1230. <laughs> 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 I always wake up to the weirdest stuff. Like, And then last week there was uh, – and it's weird, like, because it affects your dreams. Sure. So at about 435 o'clock in the morning, there are about no less than if uh, if the Seattle Fire Department – has 9,000 fire engines, they sent 10,000. Right. And they sent them all to <laughs> the hotel that was burning on Aurora. And it was about 5.30 in the morning. They were all hotel. below. Hotel, motel, holiday. Motel. Yeah. That yeah. is a motel, if ever there was one. So, uh, I mean, they are. this place is engulfed, I guess, and, and they are flying there. But, I, of course, I sleep all through. Even though all these sirens are going off in my dreams. It still doesn't wake me up consciously. I don't even it's think to myself. It's just part of the dream. Oh, something. Wonder what. Wonder what could be going on out there. Nothing. It's just like you know, write my dream, then I wake up and I read the the, uh, the news, and I'm like, oh, that was into my dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a lot of fire trucks. Dude, See, I had a I had a uh, one of those transformers blow up. Same thing, like a year ago, like in the morning time, but yeah. it was weird. It was when the power went out. It didn't just go out. It did that weird electrical that static sound. thing. Yes. Yeah. Right. And but then the the pop and the boom was loud enough. That Pretty you, intense. Right. You could tell the difference. But I at first I honestly I thought it was something in my building. And I was like, oh, something popped. And then finally I looked outside and there's like there's just like the thing's on fire and there's a wire on the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm talking to my neighbor and obviously New Times now. So most of the people that live around me are still working from their home. Yeah. So everything in their world is based on the fact that they need to work from home and need some type of Wi-Fi, right? Sure. So now they can't work at all. They've got all these Zoom meetings, all, all these things going can't on. Can't make it, bro. I mean, I guess you could probably do it on your phone or whatever the deal is. But, uh, you know, they're all strategizing like, well, the Ladro's closed, so maybe we can just go sit out there and steal their Wi-Fi. <laughs> well, you said you couldn't get your car out of the garage. No, I walked in that day because like, I'm like, oh, this sucks. You know what I mean? I was just going to work, go to my garage, press the button. I don't have a manual. I mean, I do. It's just a pain in the ass to lock back down into the chain. Yeah. I'm not about ready to start that crab. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't leave. <laughs>
<laughs> Looks like I'm walking into work today. <laughs> hey, you got your exercise. Yeah, it was you a lovely got walk. Your steps. Yeah, I'm sure it was a great it day. It was a for lovely walk. walk. It was a great day. That for is walk, just actually. weird, though, to be like, ah, screw it. I'll head in early. Or just get there normal yeah, okay. time. A little bit sweatier. This garage door is not working. Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on radio.com. All right, the game is Big Dummy 206 421 Rock. Hello, Cole. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Cole, are you sober or not sober? Not sadly sober. All right, Cole. Are you working near a windmill turbine? Uh, no, I'm not. Give me a second. Good, because that'll give you cancer. All right, men's room poll. You got to pick one. Lombardi Trophy, Stanley Cup World Series, or the MLS Cup. What are you taking? Stanley. All right, and you're a Kraken fan? Yep. It's a big day in Seattle. It is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Well, it's a big hockey area. Yeah. And you got an NHL team. Like, yeah, this is a good day. And even if you already had an NHL team, you've apparently kicked them to the curb. Seems that way. Yeah. All right, here's your question. What rock star caused a stir back in 2007 when he said that he snorted his late father's cremains? Oh, my. That's messed up. I don't even know who did that. That's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. So you, you'd never heard this before. Well, just so you know, yeah, in 2007. Uh, this guy. I was like 10 years old in 2007, so. Oh, I'll tell you what, Cole. He's been brought up today. Correct. He has been brought up today on this very show. Uh, I don't know. Kanye? <laughs> no, it's not a bad That's guess. Not a bad guess. <laughs> not a bad guess. Sounds like something to do. No, this, it's almost going to be anticlimactic because it won't shock you, but Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones. Well, yeah. The thing with him is he may or may not have known it was his father's cremains. All right, your question. What is the name of the cup used by Christ at the Last Supper? Sippy. Uh, I don't know. Is it the Holy Grail? Yes, it is. We would also accept it uh, Solo Red Cup. Yes, Solo. That would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Fed a keg on the end of the table and just pumping it. Fill me up, dude. The Last Supper. You have dinner. Let's just say that the four of us, you have Mm -hmm. dinner for the show. Now, you know one of us is going to betray you. Right? Okay. And then you're gonna be dead in three days. Like, yeah, get the keg out. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute, fellas. Why do you guys why do you guys keep asking me if I want to go to the last supper? Like, who does that apply to at this table? Right. Also, oh, me? Yeah, yeah. Get the red solo cup. Every time I get up, my drink is gone. Right. <laughs> and you know, but you can't say anything. You can't just be like Judas, you little mm. I'm, I'm just gonna drink Jesus' wine because he ain't gonna be here. He ain't gonna finish that bottle. He's gonna bathroom. <laughs> Game is big dummy. Two oh six four two one right. Jesus goes to the bathroom and you chug his cup of wine. I mean, what's the difference at this point? I mean, look, I like Manischewitz. He's Jewish. I get it. I'm probably going to drink a sweet one. <laughs> Miles, quit drinking. It's my last supper, man. Stop drinking my wine. He's drinking some cheap-ass fortified wine. <laughs> Manischewitz is terrible. Dude, I, I worked at a liquor store right out of high school, and I was obsessed with that stuff. Well, it's... Obsessed with Manischewitz? <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't really drink... Wa- I never really drank wine in my life. Sure, it's close sure. to grape juice. And yeah. I, it's pretty close to grape juice. And, like The bottle looked awesome. It does have a cool bottle. I'll give it that. This was the same liquor store where I said, we need more of the Pidge, not Nor. Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you say that? I said it to the manager, and he literally <laughs> went, I can't believe we went to the same high school. Oh, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Craig. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. 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 Craigie on Team Sober, Team Not Sober. Uh, three deep. 
Three deep. All right. All right, Craig, good for you. What are you drinking there, by the way? Do a little informal poll. Bud Light. Bud Light. Bud Light. Right. Nothing wrong with that. Men's room poll, pick one. Lombardi Trophy, Stanley Cup, World Series, or MLS Cup? Lombardi Trophy all the way. And who's your team? Uh, Seahawks, of course. Okay, well, I mean... Just ask him, man. Yeah, you don't know. Right. You don't know. Yeah, I mean that is fair. NFL is. I mean NFL king. is yeah. a is a free for all. It is a free for all. It is a free for all, and you you tend to you just stick with your team, man. I, I don't know, Ted. I understand your situation. It's different. That's true. God damn, man. You <laughs> sorry. Uh, and you're on the same boat with the Orioles. Oh, they just suck. Well, the owner's also kind of a. I hate, man. I hate that guy. I openly bitched about this dude. Then my mom gets a get Peter Angelos, right? So I had no problem saying I hate this guy. I absolutely hate him. He can suck this, do whatever, blah, blah, blah. My wife gets a gig for Peter Angelos' wife for, not catering, what do you call it? Uh, Event planning? Event planning kind of thing. So it's this big-ass deal at the B&O Railroad in Baltimore. So my mother's like, look, just because Angelos is aware of you, he does not like you. I'm like, it's all right. I don't like him either. She said, just do me a favor. Can you not bitch about him so much because homie's about to pay me to, to do this big thing at the event. So... I shut up for about two weeks. My mother puts all this stuff together. And again, the B&O Railroad Museum. It was scheduled, I want to say, in February. Anyway, there's this big-ass snowstorm. And I don't know if you guys remember, but that's when the roof of the B&O Railroad collapsed in. All right. And shut down the uh, museum. That's where all my mother's stuff was. Gig was off, and I started bitching about him again. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm in the clear. I'm in the clear. Thank you, Snow. Angelo, suck it. Yeah, him and Snyder. A couple peas in a pod. Mm-hmm. Peas, yeah. All right. Here is your question. In Roman numerals... X-C-I-X equals how many? X-C-I-X. One hundred and nine. Close, close. Ah, uh, thousand nine. I'll give oh, you a hint. Wow. X-C-I-X red balloons. Ninety-nine. Oh, yeah, there you go. What was that chick's name? Nina? Nina. Nina. She was German. Yes, she was. Ninety-nine lot red balloons. All right, your question. Alec Baldwin. Those start- were condoms, actually. <laughs> yeah, right. She was all throwing a hell of a party. Goodbye. <laughs> Alec Baldwin started hosting which ABC show on June 26, 2016? Oh. Criminy. I can't think of that one. Mm-hmm. Still on yeah. now. What? Say that again. Alec Baldwin. He started hosting what ABC show on June 26, 2016? So about the last four years, he's been doing. Yeah, it was a match game or something like that. Boom. Good job, Greg. Not just something like that. It was, in fact, the match, the match game. game. Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the radio.com app. After all these years, Mickey Rourke, you remember Mickey Rourke, and Robert De Niro, they have been feuding, apparently, since they did a movie together in 1987. The movie was Angel Heart. I remember that movie. It was I remember Angel movie. Heart. Wasn't bad at all. Why do you remember it? I know why I, I remember I believe it. because Lisa Bonet got naked. That is 100% correct, Miles. That wasn't Connect your bra- Yeah, from what I remember, the movie was decent, too. It was pretty deep. You know what I mean? It was like a Louisiana. Sure, listen. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not trying to sound shallow. That movie did a lot for me. I guess Mickey claims that De Niro was a jerk to him back then on the set. So. The guy playing the devil. Over the weekend, uh, Mickey took things up a notch on Instagram after someone told him De Niro was talking smack about him. He called De Niro, quote, an effing crybaby. He said, quote, let me tell you something, you punk ass. When I see you, I swear to God, I'm my grandmother, I'm my brother, and all my dogs. 
I'm going to embarrass you severely 100%. All my dogs. All my dogs. Man, when he brought in all my dogs, I'm like, oh, this guy's going to get his oh, ass kicked. Oh, it's deep. Generally, when you're talking trash, it's like, yeah, and my dog's going to be there. Right. Yeah. But he's legit saying, like, saying all, all my, my dogs. dogs. And I've got 13 You mean like your four-legged dogs? <laughs> yeah. Those dogs. those dogs. Not your buddy. Random, random, <laughs> random, 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 they're, they're too old to fist fight. Random, mm-hmm. it, they're not too old, but it would look old. But would you pay... Uh, you pay thirty bucks to watch it right now. Hell yeah! Yeah, I would. I would and honestly, like <laughs> I like De Niro more, but I think Mickey Rourke still trains a lot in boxing. I think he does, oh, and yeah. I think Mickey Rourke. I am confident that Mickey Rourke is crazy. I think that works to his advantage. Yeah. All right. So all right, we put this in a bracket. He takes out De Niro. All right. All right. Now Mickey Rourke is going to square up against Gary Busey. Which way are you dropping your money? Because I, I believe Rourke is probably much better trained. But Gary Busey. You got to remember, Robert De Niro also trained as a boxer. Uh, granted, that was thirty I years know. ago. I'm telling you, Mickey Rourke takes his ass. Is it boxing or MMA? I think both those guys are boxers, right? Right, but I'm what do you think is the better think, between I Busey think, and Mickey Rourke? If I have Busey, and there's other things going on other than punching, <laughs> other than punching, I'm taking Busey. Really? Just because he's insane. I don't know, he might get thrown out for biting a dude. He might, but okay. You know, what? I follow your logic there. If they are boxing, Gary Busey, Mickey Rourke, I'm taking Mickey Rourke. If it's Freestyle, we should say that I'm definitely going Gary Busey. Wasn't a listener who told us that they were like at uh, Ray's and uh, Ballard or something one night and it met Gary Busey saddled, up, saddled up at the urinal when Gary Busey's there, like, ha ha! Ooh, it's like a York peppermint patty. He's like, every yeah, time yeah. that I hear he looked over, he's like, it's Gary Busey. Like, VH1 had a show for a while where it was like celebrities that were going through rehab or like yeah, yeah. living in this sober house <laughs> right. together. And they brought in Gary Busey to be like a mentor or whatever. <laughs> But, like, finally, somebody was like, I think he's stoned. Right. And they're like, yeah, he's waking and baking and coming in here to a sober living house telling people what to do with their lives. That's awesome. That should be the show. <laughs> Who would hire Gary Busey to be a mentor? A mentor for what? I Maybe he's one of those dudes that stopped, stopped drinking, but he clearly still he clearly wasn't sober. I, I don't think he that. drinks, but, like. I think he's probably good as a mentor as. Ray Liotta is doing the Chantix commercial, convincing mm-hmm. me that he doesn't miss cigarettes. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, losing, right I'm not losing my I will say, like, right dude, now. I don't believe you. I chewed all my nails off, but I'm good, man. <laughs> I'm good. I strangled a pigeon in the park. <laughs> right. Everything about him and that animal. I, I don't believe, miss cigarettes. I do believe it works, though, because he still seems pissed. Right. Like, God damn it. It, it worked. <laughs> I want to want out a cigarette. Right. <laughs> this is the best ever. I haven't had a cigarette in 17 years. Mm-hmm. Still pisses me off. I wonder how long it had been. I swear to God, when they say, Ray, you're going to die, I'm going to get a pack of cigarettes and smoke them to the end. Right. The joke's on all of us. He had only quit for five minutes before that happened. <laughs> you know that's the case. We Three months later, run around his house naked screaming mm-hmm. to people. It's been over 10 minutes. <laughs> Minute 10. Minute 10. Ray <laughs> is hanging in there. <laughs> Ray's going to be okay. <laughs> Ray, it's been 10 minutes. I know. <laughs> I'm stressed out. I can't take it much longer. <laughs> Hello, Alex. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. 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 Alex, welcome to the program. Ran a question. Question. By the way, Miles, Ray Liotta without cigarettes versus Mickey Rourke. <laughs> I'm going Ray, Ray Liotta. Oh, Liotta. He'd kill everybody. Ray Liotta. He'd kill everybody right now. It doesn't matter who it is. You put Get in here, Mickey. <laughs> you, you know anybody. Conor McGregor. You know. I haven't had a cigarette you, in 17 minutes. You know anybody who's gone through quitting smoking, and you do not want to be around them. <laughs> Especially yeah, period, not him. Period. <laughs> he seems extra pissed. <laughs>
Okay, let's go with this question here. Uh, da, 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 da. What or whom inspired you to do something? What or whom inspired you to do something? Maybe it was a story that you read where you went, man, uh, they, they did some good or whatever. I, I, could or, it be like the cops inspired me to run out of the back door of the sure, party? You know what I mean? It could be a story about someone who uh, biked across or motorcycle rode across the United States of America and you decide you want to take a ride. Or like, what was it that maybe you looked at your picture of yourself and you went, God damn, I look fat. I need to go on a diet. You don't what, look fat. What what <laughs> what inspired you to do something? Uh, I'd have to say, uh, after months of prodding from a friend of mine, I uh, was working at an appliance delivery job, and I accidentally uh, had a fridge slip while going up the staircase and uh, hit me in the head and gave me a minor concussion. Didn't drop the fridge, still got it in. I like how you add that part mm, in. Yeah, Very important. I'm sorry. Very nice. Freezer yeah. on the bottom. Yep. Uh, put it back in. Later that night, I applied for my apprenticeship, and now I'm a now I'm a security wireman. Oh, nice. Okay. So honestly, the fridge hitting you in the head, you're like, enough of this s. It short circuited your brain, and you thought I got to do something different. Yeah. Oh yeah. And how's the new gig? Oh yeah, it's, it's bomb. I can't I can't complain at all. But it was that one incident. Like you're like I I can't do this anymore. Yeah. No. Getting How? hit getting the hit with like. 350, 400 pounds, it's not fun. Do not ever sleep with Big Shirley. Man, the the guys who brought my refrigerator in, I remember, they looked like back to looking like you could kill somebody. I mean, how jacked up were you when you finished that job? Uh, I still weighed like about 180, 190, sitting at about 5'6". I still had a beard belly. I wasn't really strong up top, but I I could squat anything. Yeah, I was going to say, man, when you're bringing in, when you're putting those belts around your body and moving in washing machines and dryers and all that crap. You say that like we've you ever, ever done seen that. somebody do that? Man, yes, they I've put the seen belt on people there, do that. And then they get the big belt around the washing machine. They just walk that bad boy into the place. Like, you know who you've never seen do it? Me. me. Right, exactly. <laughs> Reason we asked what inspired you to do something. We go to Mason, Ohio. I'm going to assume that this is out of uh, either close to uh, Erie, Pennsylvania way, Cleveland, Ohio, or maybe down in Cincinnati. I'm not sure. Seven years ago, Jared Ream had given up on what he loves, roller coasters. He weighed in at 430 pounds and said he couldn't fit on the rides anymore. Well, yeah. But then, on August 15, 2019, Ream's life changed with one simple announcement. Orion was coming to Kings Island, and Ream was going to ride that bad boy no matter what. Wait, Orion's a roller coaster? Oh, yeah. And this is a big one. Reem is waiting in line to realize a dream he's been working hard to get ready for. He is strapped in and ready to ride Orion, as far as the caption on the photo went. When he weighed 430 pounds, Reem got escorted off roller coasters all the time because he could not fit into the seats. I always told myself that if Kings Island ever built a B&M Giga Coaster, that I would have to ride it no matter what. The day they announced Orion was the day which I said to myself, I'm going to lose this weight. I went in, I bought a scale, I weighed myself that day. I was 430 pounds. Orion was the goal. He took no days off to get there. He reduced his diet down to around 2,000 calories, exercised daily within his garage. He binge-watched television shows while he was in there. He'd run in place. Ten months and 190 pounds later. Damn. Ten months. Ten, ten months. months. 190 pounds later, Reem rode Orion for the fifth time. Orion collapsed that day. The belt just could not keep up the pants. Not only is it a great roller coaster, but for me, it'll always be one of my top favorite roller coasters just because of the sentimental value. Before all of this, I was on blood pressure medication, cholesterol medication, and now I'm off all of it. I've received many messages from many people who have said, this has happened to me. It's great to hear your story. Damn. Um, yeah. So for was, a roller coaster. That was the motivation. When they announced in 2019, in August uh-huh. 15th. What is a, it? Kings I just want to see this. I'm going to get on uh, Orion. Kings Island. There's definitely a Kings Island in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm not Jeez. sure if there's one. 
Cleveland and uh, and the Cleveland area or not. But uh, but either way, that's hell. Connect with the men's room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve at Throwhill to find out who we're toasted. <laughs> By the way, someone says, unlike sunshine, Bubbles is still alive. Hey, you know what? You can go to hell. <laughs> and see sunshine. Give her a walk. Give her a walk and yeah, you get give her hell. some water for me. <laughs> uh, today, we chose 51-year-old Wendy Wine of South Rockwood, Michigan. Now, Wendy was arrested on solicitation to commit murder after she tried to hire a hitman to kill her ex-husband. Now, that's nothing new. That goes back as far as time, but it begs the question, and we've said it here, where does one find a hitman? I wouldn't even know where to begin if I wanted to kill someone. Well, Wendy thought that she hit the jackpot when she discovered, and I am not making this up, rentahitman.com. Now, sure, it sounds fake, but it only sounds fake because it is. In fact, I'll read you some of the same info directly from the website that Wendy did. All right, so She's looking to hire a hitman. I'm assuming she Googled it, but she ends up at rentahitman.com. But when you get there, here's what you find on the front page. It says in big letters, got a problem that needs resolving? With over 17,985 U.S.-based field operatives, we can find a solution that's right for you. They continue, your privacy is important to us. We're 100% HIPAA compliant and have been since 1964. A few reviews from people that have used this service. Phil M. in Florida says, quote, Guido and his public relations crew were able to resolve a five-year dispute in a matter of days. Highly recommended. Laura S. in Arizona, she says, caught my husband cheating with the babysitter and resolved after a free public relations consultation. I'm single again and looking to mingle. Thanks, Guido. And then another one from Fernando M. in Kansas. My schedule is too busy to get my hands dirty, so I consulted with Rena Hitman, and they handled my public relations issue for me. Gracias. We continue. The website goes back, says all of our field operatives have undergone stringent COVID-19 training, are in full compliance with social distancing recommendations from the CDC. Protocols may be amended at any time based on regional circumstances. So, yeah, they'll kill someone for you, but they will do it from at least six feet away. And they also say free consultations are still available. Simply, and this is where she went wrong, simply fill out the service request form and a field operative will make contact with you shortly. Now, obviously, this is a gag website, but our friend Wendy, she filled out the information and submitted it. So now this guy that owns the website, not believing that anyone is this stupid, but understanding, well, she is, contacted police in Michigan. One of their cops poses the hitman that she hired, again, from rentahitman.com. And believe it or not, she was arrested. Damn. Can you believe that? Shocking. All that stuff they claimed, like, hey, man, we HIPAA, they don't share it with anyone. Yeah, she was busted. Because she's stupid. Rentahitman.com. Check it out for I yourself. can't believe I'm even Googling Dude, that. just trust me. It's worth reading. Oh, my goodness. The web- She submitted a form. She submitted, like, my name is Wendy Wine. This is the person I want you to kill. Blah, blah, blah. And then Here's hit why. submit. Yeah. And I missed it. Why did you want to kill him? Uh, it did not say why. All just right. our ex-husband. We can do the math. Your point and click solution. I know. It is unbelievable. It's like pet solutions. Jesus. All right, but we drink. Exactly, Miles. We pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitch hola! 
Thanks for listening to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on Radio.com. Oh, man. A Double Flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.